Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and finally, after all this time, he is sitting opposite me, my podcast husband, Bill Rogers. Oh my god. Back together. Oh my god. Face to face across a table naked. It naked. is so incredible. <laughs> uh, that's how much we are flying in the face of this virus. Look, to be honest, I uh I'm still nervous about this. I am. Look yeah. at you. What? You're riddled with COVID. <laughs> oh, don't joke about it. But I'm not ready to joke about this. This is a very different place to where we were like when we've last recorded one-on-one, where I was all fun and games, I think. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You remember you kept me coughing? And I was like, no, no, fucking don't do that. That's it. You're right. I coughed on the mic and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Very different person. My no, God. No. I am humbled. Yeah, I am. You, Long are the days before I didn't even know what was happening in the world. Yeah, because you, you're still a bit freaked out. I mean, look, everyone is still freaked yeah. out a bit about it, but you're still quite very cautious about it. I'm very cautious because I think a lot of it is to do with um, – having family overseas in countries like Sri Lanka and India where it's nowhere near as uh, the restrictions have eased as, you know, like they're still in lockup and things yeah. like that. Um, lockdown? Lockdown, lockdown. Oh, sorry. Oh. Lockup. Yeah, my brother, they committed lockdown. crimes. Yeah, they're, uh, all, they're all in jail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's because I think I have that being a primary conversation I have daily with them and that's still in my brain, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, even though, like, the rate per day of new cases in Australia is like less than single digits. Uh, yeah. You know, sorry, not less than single digits, less than double digits <laughs> per day. It's like you, f- you realize, oh, as a percentage, it's quite low now. So we might be okay, at least for the, you know, for a little while. Yeah. Um, and it's given hospitals and stuff enough time to get the equipment needed. They're, they're ready to, they're ready for the big second wave if it does come. Right. And right. let's talk about whether it might come or it might not come. Have you been tested? Have I been tested? Yeah. No, no, I haven't. Uh, well, for what are we talking about, first of all? Because uh, <laughs> depending on what you're asking, I have different answers. Because um, uh, my daughter got tested. And, yes. Uh, and, uh, did she did they have to do the swab up her nose? Up her nose. How did she, did she cry? She's really good. She's like, she's really good with doctors. Like, right. like we're scared that when my son does it, that'll be a completely different ball game because he'll just freak out and then right. scream. But uh, she came back with you all clear. However, it takes forever because right. like now at the moment, like with especially people going back to work and family dynamics is as soon as they've got a symptom, uh, you kind of have to take them out of school because you, you're yeah, a good you don't want to risk it. Yeah, yeah. And then you, and then if the symptoms like like you have to then get tested and then you get the results, then they can go back to school. But the mm. lag time is like seventy two hours. Yeah. So right. you miss like half a week of school, and then your partner can't go to work, but you don't want to send them to school because there might be parents who uh, won't be able to work if then their kid gets sick, and then you got to get tested. Yeah, yeah. Like when we had Sharon uh, from Neighbours uh, on the pod, and she was saying about like the pressure now when her having that production go back to work is like you don't want to be the one that brings it to yeah. production. So you're actually more cautious now than ever before. Yeah, and you don't want to be that. Like You don't want to be the... <laughs> but this is what this strikes me is now there's hacks. There are hacks coming out because I was speaking to... What do you to, mean? Like, like, so I was speaking to one Comedy? No, well, there's definitely, definitely. Anyway, funny thing happened to me on the way here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh and boy, am my butthole tired. <laughs> That's not even proper English. What is well, man? I don't know how to riff. Um, this, uh, well, it's been it's been a long time. Yeah, right. I can't stop smiling. I'm so happy we're together. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you 
genuinely, I, I gotta I, verify that to the listeners. You're right. Since I walked in, you haven't stopped smiling. I haven't stopped smiling because I've I've missed doing this in one. Like, yes, we did in the Zoom, and it was great, and we loved it. But it, there is just such a different energy when you're in the you're in the same room. Totally, just seeing like literally. Seeing like, your nipples because you have no clothes on. <laughs> actually, I can't still you see actually can still see my nipples. The, uh, it's very, it's very cold in here. It um, is cold. No, there was a hack that one. Uh, like um, I said, oh yeah, no, we have to wait like seventy-two hours to get the test results. And one dad just goes, "Mate, what are you talking about? Simple. What you do is you go through those big drive-through ones in your shopping centres. You make sure you go at the end of the day, and then you go in there, and then you're on the top of the pile. You get the results in thirteen hours." I was like, "Well, that kind of information, whether yeah. it's true or not, would yeah. have been helpful." Well, is it helpful? Should we put that out? Are, that, are we causing more strain on the system now by putting that out there? I don't know. There's so much confusion. Like, uh, I, I, one of the things I don't know if we ended up talking, talking about this on the pod before was the use of masks, whether to wear it or not. Like, uh, yeah, I got so lost because I was thought I was doing the right thing by wearing. Wearing the masks, but then everyone in the medical world that I know was contacting me saying, "Hey, actually, it's been like a real issue for them because there's not enough people like who need it, who have access to it now because too many people are yeah. buying it." And now, now that they've got the equipment, that they're like, "Yeah, now you can wear it." I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I'm so confused. But it's it's like we bought some online, and uh-huh. and it's it's anyway. It was like we've got them all now. We haven't used them. Yeah. Like, I, and also, look, I was the first. I admitted on the podcast. I, I got into the panic buying. I still have toilet paper. From that time. Like- right. I actually have a, a bin uh, that I stacked with all my panic buy stuff. So like the the masks, the, the toilet paper, the hand sanitizers, anything that I thought, you know what, in case shit goes down again, it's ready to go. I'll just put that away. I'm not going to chuck yeah. it out or whatever. Use it. That's my doomsday bucket. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the, probably the hand sanitizer is the one thing we still use on a daily basis. I still do too. Well, yeah. my building has like a, a machine outside as well. So it's like... You know, like you basically, when you walk in and out of the building, you get some hand sanitizer. So it almost, you know, puts me in that headspace. And everywhere we look at cafes and stuff like that have hand sanitizers. Um, have you eaten out yet? Yes, I have. I did it on day one. Yeah, I did it on day one. Uh, but th- but then and then you did the whole, you know, QV. Uh, <laughs> is, is that what it's called? <laughs> Queen Victoria shows up and <laughs> the QR code. <laughs> Why do I call it a QV? Because you're not well. <laughs> I do, I do have issues. Um, um, we call it a QV the whole time. No one's, no one's fooled me up on it. Uh, nothing new there. Uh, yeah. so you scan the QR one, and then you have to show them. Now I've done that at one cafe. I've been to two other cafes, uh, also including the one that is very close to here, where I went in there packed, and they didn't do it. But, See, that I, upsets me. That I was just like, Come should on. we like start dobbing them in? Because if there are cafes who are willing to do the right thing and cop it, like it's not easy to do the QR code and all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, you know what? We're all in this together. So fuck you if you're not going to play by the rules. I'm a bit more like yeah, I'm, I'm a dibba-dobba at this point. Can't afford to cut corners right now. Like there's my, my – my, my, everyone knows what my favorite cafe is, League of Honest Coffee, but they close on Sunday, so I go to another one. And those guys have had to cop it going, we're still going to do takeaway only because the restrictions are still too hard for us. Yeah. Like even if we – you know, have people in, then I've got to bring more staff in and then we've got to do table service. The numbers don't add up for them because they still have to separate people. Like they're a small cafe. Yeah. So it doesn't actually, they can only get five people in. And then the flip side is super normal. This big restaurant in Melbourne. Best restaurant. I love it. But even they, they can only still have 20 people because that place it's is huge. It's huge. But because the rule is maximum 20 under this one roof, there's no way for them to 
to to take advantage of the space. So instead, you're just in this ghost town of a restaurant where everyone spread the fuck out. And um, twenty people that place is like two hundred, right? It? Away, yeah, maybe, maybe about that, yeah. And so Crown apparently, on the other hand, is finding ways around it by basically putting up these petitions, pet- petitions, so that it's Love called a new room, out. and that way you can basically, you know, still lose all your shit, <laughs> <laughs> all your money. So it's you know that, that I'm saying. I do feel bad for restaurants and bars that have to now jump through these new hoops and it's fucking frustrating, but it's not fair to your other cafes who are still trying to play within the rules. Like, so she's okay, your daughter. She's not got No, COVID. she's fine. I mean, right. it'd be a fucking ballsy move on my behalf. I went, nope, she's COVID ready. Let's and do, do a, a podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, wow. I um, I am proud that she didn't get upset with the nostril, the thing going up her nose. No. I suppose like her dad, she's not... Has experience having stuff go up with her nose. Well, what did you say here that you No, I have one, which again doesn't help with my cause. I remember ages ago, I I had um I had some issues uh, with my neck, like I had all these and I had all these tests. Your, they had to your back a, and my back and well, your just, pussy. Uh, <laughs> what about your crack? <laughs> well, that is smooth at the moment. No, I'm not like you. Uh, <laughs> I am very close to getting my asshole waxed. <laughs> Ah, oh, just I don't even know where to begin with that. With the with the top of the butt crack. The what? The, okay. That's I love you, it if you just do that, and at the end is just one big airy thing. I like like some sort of top knot that's shaved everywhere else with it. No, I um I uh, sorry, we're talking about your daughter. Instead of when I distracted you from a hairy asshole. Um, I can't actually. That's really throwing. You had a problem with your neck. Oh, and so when they stub the thing up my nose, my right nostril uh, is like it's like it's it's so crooked that you wouldn't be able to get something up there. Mm. So I supposedly say you can hear it. I can breathe through my left nostril. Fine. We've done this test. Right, and then the second one. Yeah, right. Like, so they won't be able to get anything up there. It right. really does sound like I was doing a line. We've done this test before. I feel like <laughs> listeners, te- yeah, interesting. Um, but and so you did you get tested? No. So it's just that same thing. It was like if like cause we haven't gone out. It's like if one of us gets it, then she gets tested. There's no point in all of us getting tested. Mm-hmm. True. True. Because if she has it, then she'll pass it on to us. So it's but that's the thing is my, my partner got. Uh, my partner has to get tested every time she gets sick if she has to go to work. Right, right, right. And that's right. the tricky thing. Like at the moment now, it's like if you can work from home, please work from home. But otherwise, you know. Well, could you argue that we're going against that very sentence? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, at least you're honest about it. That's no, all. it's true. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's tricky because it continually changes. Like for, mm. especially in our work, it's just like, you know, we kind of need that four square four square meter rule to change, and it will change. It'll follow the same path that path is uh, New Zealand, but yeah, you know, we need to go down to two so we can start having audiences again. I know, and it's also like once you're even allowed audiences, like how many are actually going to come? How many are going to show up? That's another issue. Yeah, do you know I, what I mean? Oh, for us, they'll come up because we're, 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 we're great. Yeah, we're great. <laughs> we're funny. Um, no, but I mean, this is that genuine fear of like, you know, yeah, do totally. I really want to? Even if it's like taking public transport, like so to. For between where I live and here, it's a five-kilometer distance. And in the past, I would have Ubered or trammed, but today I walked because I just, like, just minimize the exposure. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, it's going to be a weird walk back home at this time. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't think that through. Um, but, yeah, so you know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, you you try to make make life seem somewhat normal but also don't completely, like, you know, it's not over. 
Well, and, and that's the thing, and that's over, and things are changing. This is the one I wanted to talk about. Mm, is there, is is have is your gym open in your building? Not yet, but it's coming up. Is yeah. it coming up? Because I think that's a big one for a lot of people, especially a lot of our listeners who yeah. have said, "Ah, oh, we can't wait until the gyms come back." I have to be honest. I I cancelled my membership, thinking I can't justify using that membership anymore. But I think I might go back to it because I miss it. I miss it so much. But isn't a gym like a petri dish of? Of gems? Not if you're just in the sauna. Actually, that's even worse. Yeah. you just literally <laughs> like the worst condition. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I really don't know where I'm at with gyms. I don't know where I'm at with... Well, this was a tough one to um, to get comfortable with meeting face-to-face to do it because I was a bit like, look, if we can still do it over Zoom, uh, we should try to keep going that way. But, you know, that was at least two weeks ago when we talked about potentially yeah. doing it. And I was like, look, Give me some time to kind of, I don't know, I just want to see what happens in these first two weeks. And, um, you know, I felt a little bit like I was just looking at the daily numbers of uh, COVID cases and things like that. And I was like, look, I think it's we're far from done for sure. But, but, the, but the percentage of it, us, you know, being exposed to it is lessening. I'm not saying it's not there. No, no, no. Yeah, totally. But, 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 and as long as, you know, even while I'm here, consciously not, you know, touching anything and then my face and those even though your hand is literally on your face right now <laughs> shit <laughs> no, I mean, it's like as, as the doctor said like we're like i we're being good citizens we're getting we're getting yeah. our daughter tested and he, and he literally goes you have a 0.0000.1 percent chance of- but that's not something i want to put out there for people I, to start I, thinking I, that it's like no, okay no, but you can <laughs> you have to get tested this is what i like about it the structure yeah. is there's a lot of things you can't do unless you get tested and that will stay around. Oh, right. Like, so I think, like, you know, like, like work. Right. What else? You know, even then going to the theatre. Like, you know, the, the, like if, the if theatre. The, well, the, when was the, the last time you went to the theatre, Ben, to see a production of uh, Les Miserables? Or Summer, Summer of the 17th Doll, uh, classic Australian play. Um, I don't know what that is. I've watched it too many times. It's actually boring. Don't <laughs> It's so harsh. It's no, so it's fucking harsh. It's just three acts. It goes forever. I know people struggled in the depression, but come on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we'll go through one now. Yeah, you're one of those people who are like, oh, go no, I, I do. I, I Actually, I love going to the theatre, but <laughs> like, I, do, I do. It's like okay. it's also people who responded when I... I you work in theatres. Well, you know, from the Patreon episode, the other people who said, uh, I didn't know you are into design. I didn't know you are into lamps. Like, a lot of people, you know, when you drop something, like, it's like I feel like in the last couple <laughs> I don't of months... Remember, I don't remember. Remember you saying that? I was doing out like in the last couple of months. It's like oh, I yeah, really yeah, like no, design. No, 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 I really no, no, uh, no. like lamps. Then I dropped the fact that I've been smoking. Which again, thank you everyone for your feedback. Yeah, That's, like yeah, you know, it was a hard one for me to talk about. Mm. But uh, everyone's like, you know, you know, the feedback's been great. I, you know, some people are saying I wish you talked about it sooner. You know, I've been struggling with it as well. Mm. Um, but occasionally we do hold a couple of things back, and then you try and find the right time to yeah. be able to talk about it. Yeah, like. Th- Totally, and 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 again, because it's you know it's it's we we we're still humans. <laughs> like we're not playing characters yet. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's things. Top of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? What was the train of thought? What was the train of thought? You have to explain. You have to explain that we are me saying we're not characters, we're humans, and you do this Irish. Turn into a leprechaun. 
I don't know. That was my imaginary friend when I was a kid. Like, oh, like, really? Yeah, I had a, had a leprechaun. I think I'm talking about it on the podcast. Have I'm sure that Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't yeah. remember. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, you're right. Like, we, we do, there's, you know, most, I would say you get like 90% of what's going on with us, I would say, maybe 85% or so. <laughs> now we can put a value on it. But general, my, my point being, most things that we share quite openly. Um, we Some things we kept to ourselves. We've, we never told them about the time you and I 69 each other mid episode where we just couldn't stop and, filmed, and I had a GoPro in my head the whole time <laughs> <laughs> that's when you notice the hairy asshole that's when you... for, for the record I don't have a hairy asshole by the way <laughs> I have the normal amount of hair for an asshole uh, but also like <laughs> you have a hairy uh, butt don't uh, you mate I, like, it's, it's an ongoing joke within my family my kids think it's just like it's way too hairy again like, like again I'm 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 not an overly hairy guy, but down there I'm pretty hairy. Right, right, right. Okay, I, I love it. So, I, I pause, thinking, does this need an ended point? No, does it? I <laughs> no, think it doesn't, it doesn't. leave it in. Um, uh, what has been interesting though is since we're coming out of lockdown, I have had the pleasure of uh, bumping into quite a few of our listeners. Um, really? Yeah, and one uh, a bit of a shout out is uh, I everyone's everyone's lovely, and I just want to say that when you do see this in real life. Uh, come up, say hi, introduce yourself, uh, and uh, don't fucking touch you. <laughs> <laughs> Do all of that, but let's not touch. No, but it was just like occasionally people get really awkward, or uh, they come and they, they get awkward. You don't have to be awkward. Like a classic example is one guy absolutely nailed it. Uh, I'll give him a shout out, uh, Brendan. Uh, he rode past, uh, yeah. and then he turned around, and then went, "Hey, I'm actually listening to your podcast right now." And then I rode past you, crazy, awesome. Um, so it's a big, uh, it's so and, cool. But he introduced himself. He said hello. Uh, he didn't freak the kids out. It was great. It was perfect. That's, right. that's how you do it. That's okay? so good. I had uh, a, um, uh, uh, I think this lady was English, and her and her partner. Um, she said she m- listened to the podcast after you chatted to her about it at the gym or the sauna. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then she got into the pod because uh, you mentioned the pod. Yeah. And then she loved it. And she recognized me because I was carrying a bag of McDonald's and KFC. <laughs> It was a cheat day. And she's like, and I was like, and she was so like, I think excited because it was like, oh, he really... It lives it. It's not. It, it's it's not just a bullshit thing. I genuinely yeah. eat that much on my cheat day. <laughs> Have you ever done that to someone else? Do you get starstruck? Recently, when I um, bumped into like half an hour ago, when you saw uh, me, I was just like, "Oh my god, he's real. He's absolutely real. He's bleached. He's like anyway." Um, um, uh, who do I bump to? I've forgotten him. Uh, David Goggins. That's the only time I've oh, yeah, recently got starstruck. Right, right. And then Jerry Seinfeld. Stay hard. Stay hard. <laughs> no, I get starstruck very quickly. There are people in our world that are now mates that I still get like. Really? Oh man, like Thornton. He's like one of my closest mates in comedy, but I still I'm not like I'm starstruck by him, but it's still like exciting for me because I remember seeing him when I was at uni. Like I was a uni student and he came for a gig once and I remember thinking, oh, my God, like he he was great. (laughs) And um, but he was so like he was an open mic, but he was maybe not open mic. It was just sort of on the on the way. Like, yeah, he was doing a gig at a uni for free. I think, you know what I mean? Like he's still getting stage time. And but he was great. And I just remember thinking, oh, how cool that guy lives like as a career he's doing comedy not knowing he works at a cafe during the daytime yeah. or whatever <laughs> but in my head I yeah. built him up as this thing and then I saw him like years later headlining um, maybe the comics lounge or something yeah. so for me like he's still as exciting to me to like you know 
like help yeah, him I, as a performer I, I, or whatever. I totally, I, um, I totally get that. And you know, like so many different people like that, I still have you get... made an idiot out of yourself in front of anyone that you're starstruck? All the time, all the time. Who? Um, fuck. Uh, I can't. I mean, I, it's it's almost like so many that I can't really pick like a good one. Do you know what I mean? Like by, by idiot, I mean I'm just I, I'm giddy. Like I'm giddy yeah. all the time anyway. But when I'm meeting someone that I admire and excited about, like when I did that TV show with Zena, um, Lucy Lawless. I thought you meant Zena Warrior Princess. Yeah, the same person. Oh, okay. Yeah, literally <laughs> Lucy Lawless, Zena okay. Warrior Princess, like. Man, I'm not going to pretend that yeah. I think she's like this is so that's part this of your is, pop culture as well. Well, but it's just exciting. I was ne- not necessarily a huge Xena fan or anything like that, but I was just what like What show was that? What Xena? Yeah, no, no. She was a warrior princess in, in the title. <laughs> I know that. But when you met her. Oh yeah, I was playing Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Xena. Um uh, Hercules. <laughs> No, I. Uh, it was called "My Life Is Murder," uh, and I'm glad you you oh, share a passion for my. No, no, no. That's where you played the doctor. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And and so like I remember we were sort of sitting, you know, after the second day or whatever, when I felt a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, she was in that. Oh no, sorry. What? Oh, no, no, no. I just for a second I thought she was still a warrior in that. Yeah, she played a leprechaun. <laughs> Are you happy? Is that making sense now? No, I just like your doctor going, how are you feeling? Oh, you should be okay. you got superpowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was on a horse. Yeah. That, that She fell off and I had to treat her for it. Um, no, um, you know, I started asking you about, like, what was it like working with Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Like, oh, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. got to be so fucking annoying for her to, uh, yeah, like, but I'm totally. like, I don't, I don't know. Like, at some point I feel like I should behave like a colleague. But yeah. also I'm not going to pretend like this shit that I do isn't, ridiculously exciting for me. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's, it's a balance. Like I know at some points I think I can unnecessarily be too, you know, unprofessional. You don't want to be unprofessional. Like when yeah. I work on Utopia with Rob Sitch and stuff, man, there's a good place where I embarrass myself. I like asked him about an impression he had done on The Late Show and he doesn't even remember doing it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm like, but it's so good. Like how do you not remember Rob it? Rob Sitch is a good one because especially like I was a huge fan of, uh, of The Late Show and then um, uh, and all the, uh, pretty much all the work they've done. But it's so funny. By the time I got to him, I was okay because uh-huh. before that, I when I first met Mick Malloy, right there you go. I remember this story. Yeah, yeah. I um uh, he has uh, he's uh, he's good friends with Adam Rosenbach. Yeah, they, they work together. They do a lot of work together. And I was doing a gig, and this was like my first. Well, not my first, but I'd been doing like a couple of like uh, social clubs, a couple of footy club gigs, and like uh, and I was like, oh, do you want to come? Uh, Mick's headlining. It'd be great. And I was nervous about it, but then like we picked him up, and then Mick got in the car. And I just turned into the biggest tryhard I have ever. I was pretending to laugh at everything he said. I was trying to be funny myself, but it was not funny. Right. And I love Adam Rosenbach. When we got there, me got out and Rosie turns to me and goes, what are you doing? <laughs> are you like, just, it, it's fine. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, I just felt like such an idiot because, yeah. you know, like listening to, you know, him and Tony Martin every day in high school, like they were the funniest people on radio. Right. And then I was just like, oh. And, and, and now you and I are. Yeah, <laughs> now, now we are the funniest people. But then, but then was, And then when I got to meet Tony Martin, I was scared to do the same thing. Right. But then by then, Tony Martin, I'd already been on a sketch show, so we had something in common. Right, right, And then, right. you know. You so you, you, especially now with, like, the some of the work you do um, with warm-up and stuff, you're meeting, like, a Destiny's child. Yeah. She's literally one of Destiny's children. I can't believe I even told you this. 
when I met Katy Perry just before lockdown, <gasps> which is the last one, right? Oh, my God. She walks in, right, and the audience is there, and I'm standing right there, and she stands right next to me. Right? I was sort of in front of me. I was right. like, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Katy Perry. All right. Now, because she's so... Was the crowd, uh, were they hot or yeah, were, no, they no, no, were they cold? Were they yes no, or they no? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't do the same joke, but I did. <laughs> Did you ask them, do you want to hear them roar? <laughs> That's why he's the fun guy, people. <laughs> oh, come on. It, 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 yeah. No, so when it she was Friday there, night. then I was like, you know, because... <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. But look, I, I made the joke and I liked it. <laughs> uh, credit when credit's true. <laughs> I'm trying to think of that nothing's coming in. <laughs> Um, That's because you're in a teenage dream and you can't control yourself. Um, I guess I'm just a California kind of man. <laughs> Your retard was, oh, I guess I'm just a California girl. Great. Oh, my God. Uh, so, um, so when she comes in, when she comes in, um, she's heavily pregnant. Right, she's heavily pregnant. COVID killers? Uh, <laughs> she's actually pregnant. This is just, You're sure? Just, just before. So she's heavily pregnant. And my look, when my when I see a pregnant lady, my eyes go to the belly. Like, I don't know why. It just it, it goes to the belly. And she's like, why are you looking at my belly? And this is in front of her whole entourage, mm. the audience. And I was like, because you're pregnant. And she's like, I guess. And that was the most oh. awkward oh. interaction yeah. we have. And then, um, and then, and then I started, and then it was fine. And then we were like talking back and forth and blah blah blah, because I'd met her before that at the Voice. And of course, I didn't expect her to remember where she was doing that song, uh, "Swish Swish Swoosh Swoosh." Don't know. Anyway, I've, I've never heard a single Katy Perry song. <laughs> I was, I was surprised you were laughing that time. I was just saying sentences. Yeah. And, then, and then I remember because it was all about like the whole dance thing. She was like doing it at the mm. voice. And I remember turning to her. I was like, uh, I was like standing next to her and I was like stopping rehearsals. And then I said, oh, hey, Katie, are you a big fan of basketball? And she goes, no. That was the end of our conversation. Oh, wow. So I was like, I've met her twice. Like, but it, because she's one of those people where you are such a huge face in the world. Yeah. Your entourage is bigger than the president's. That That's the only time where I'm like, I get a little bit shell-shocked, but just because, because, you know, Jason Alexander was the week before that. That's when I went really, like, I freaked out. Like, I was just like, I got right, really nervous about right. asking for a photo and all that. Yeah, jazz. yeah, yeah. But with her, that nothing compared to Jason, but it was like you sort of get starstruck for the fact is you're a brand, but your face is around everywhere. And also people like that have a, I think, a genuine charisma or aura something yeah. that's unquantifiable like maybe it's a combination of only seeing them through the screens or whatever and they're quite beautiful or strikingly beautiful but like you, you like i remember when i saw russell crowe like he was you know completely out of shape a big big guy at this point this was about two years ago at the actor awards but he just walked on stage and you like you shifted. The whole room's yeah. mood shifted. Nicole Kidman, she walked past me at the awards. She just had a radiance about her. Like there was yeah. just something so regal 
about yeah, you know just, people like uh, celebrities. Yeah, there's something there's next level. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? Like, and I think it's because we built them up in our heads as well, and we're so only used to seeing them in a particular like a small screen, and then they're like right there in front of you. People talk about the Rock having that effect on people. Like, yeah, well, because they say Bill Clinton had that same thing. Like, if you're in the same room right. as Bill Clinton, right, you just right, walked right. away going, ah, right. Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise is another one. A lot of interviewers talk about like you can't help but be completely See the charmed. Come out of it. <laughs> well, no, he's just so charming. He's yeah. like next level charismatic. And Will Smith, that's another one that they just like yeah. people talk about. It's it's like almost unquantifiable. There's something else happening at play, you know, an energy yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's just this sort of aura and then yeah. you just get sucked into it. Yeah, yeah. But how did we get here? We were talking about being starstruck. We were talking about... <laughs> how uh, did we get here? Yeah, wow, that was quite a journey that uh, we went on. But anyway, so maybe we'll remember where we were at. But so tell me where you... Um, uh, I'm glad to be doing this in the studio, I guess. Uh, I wanted to uh, – we haven't done a one-on-ones um, weighing yet. Yes, we need to do it. Uh, so how are you feeling um, <laughs> after two weeks ago when you talked about uh, – Look, I like to think I'm under 114 kilos. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to think I'm under 113 kilos. Right. I'd like to think I'm uh, under 112, but I don't think I am. Right. But, yeah, so it's been, it's been hard, I have to admit, because in the last two weeks we've spoken – uh, and look, we've had a couple of family emergencies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a family member got uh, had an accident and then had to be rushed to hospital. So there's a lot of looking after family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I should tell the people know that the reason I'm not reacting is because I know the story. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want you to think that, wow, Dills really doesn't give a shit. He's just <laughs> no, going. No. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. Been, it's been a yeah. tough way. I know it's that tough. And we, we've talked about it off here. But yeah, yeah. like. So I think if I. As long as I've kept the kilo off that I lost in the first week, I'll be uh-huh. pretty happy. Yeah, great. Oh, speaking of, someone said, because uh, you know how you posted your your scales on a Instagram story? Yeah. Uh, someone commented in a DM saying that they can see your ass in that photo. Brilliant. And, I, of course, I screenshotted it to make sure that I don't <laughs> lose that ass. That ass. That ass. Uh, it, it, some say it was us. I was so sure it was a uh, so good. I thought it was someone's head because of so much hair. No, but no. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, and so you're hoping that you're wrong. Well, what was that amount? You roughly? Uh, I'd like to. I'm hoping I'm 112.5. Right. Great. Great. Good one. I um, so I since of the because of the back injury, I can't physically do too much. So I actually went um, extra cautious with my food which was super challenging because I wanted to like eat comfort eat more than ever before. Um, and actually at one point last week, I got down to 87. I got on the scales and I, I was like, I, but here's the sad part. I was so excited about it. I went, fuck it. I'm going to have, I'm going to celebrate. And I've had like five cheat days in a row. <laughs> so, I just can't believe so, you've been under 90 this whole time. Yeah. So I think I might have maybe tipped, potentially tipped over 90, um, but not, hopefully not too much. But my new thing I wanted to do can is... I just, can I just say, mm. I'm in awe still that you've been able to keep it under 90. Thank you. I just, I don't, I haven't come close to that. I know at lifestyles, circumstances are different. I'm not going to be too hard on myself. Blah, blah, blah. Still, you keep it under 90. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, no, and, it, and I'll, I'll be honest, I'll take the compliment, I'll take the appreciation. The compliment because um, it's been hard. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's no. been so far, especially like it was. It was um, the back injury was the was a what's the word? A fucking gut punch that I didn't see coming. 
from because the back. <laughs> it was yeah, right in the back. It's like someone <laughs> literally stuck, and it was like. I had to draw on all my fucking psychology and therapy that I'd been doing for the last two years because I literally had to go down to basics of going, oh, like, I, I, I want, I, man, that was oh, June 3rd. I'll tell you, I'll give the exact date, June 3rd, dad's birthday, because, you know, A, I felt sad that I couldn't be there. Uh, I felt sad that he wasn't able to celebrate it with his family, for his sisters and oh, stuff. Um, and then the back got worse that morning. Uh, and then actually that was the day that I think, did I tell, I think I spoke to you on the phone about this, the hernia got worse. Yeah. So because I'd been straining um, so much to get in and out of bed though, and I was hunched over, the inguinal hernia that I have on my pelvis, um, that got locked in. It still sounds like food. <laughs> inguinal hernia, linguini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that got locked in and actually is hurting. Like actually, it, it, I've been living with it because it didn't cause Can you discomfort. see it? Can you see it? Is it popped out enough that you can see it or can you just feel it? Well, at the time, it was like I could feel it and you could almost see it. Well, yeah. I had to you know, shave before you could see it. But <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, you could see it, but then... Luckily, after a couple of days, it popped back in or whatever. But it was really scary at that time because I was meant to have it looked at in April and then COVID happened. So then it got postponed to July. So I'm actually calling them like, hey, can you get me in quicker? Because I'm in pain right now. Like I was playing. Yeah. I, was, I was happy to, you know, let the urgent situations be looked after. So all of that combined, man, I was broken. Like they just. <laughs> That's too kind of you. I love it if someone's like, we've got a heart attack. Excuse me. We've got a linguine hernia over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Delicioso. Um, but, uh, but then I just went back to my, you know, gratitude thing and just realizing like, okay, I can still walk. I'll just go for walks. And while I'm walking, I'm like, look, I actually have my, f- like, I watch this film called Intouchables, uh, which is the um, French it. version of, not you're thinking of Untouchables. Oh. I'm talking about Intouchables, which is a French movie, uh, which Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston did called, uh, the upside, but the original version is French about a paraplegic being looked after by uh, his carer, and um, and um, and it's just this really lovely, really kind of a feel good story. But I, I was watching that and going, well, that dude can't even use his hands. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I remember watching Harley's show. Um, taboo, and there was a guy who had to physically every day because he was paralyzed from the you know the waist down, beard. and he had to like like extract yeah. his pool, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, you know what? Like I'm not minimizing my struggle, but I can still f- look at the things that I have going for me and try and focus on those good things. Like, so, you know, it really was difficult to 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 not feel defeated by it, but I was just like, you know what? Let's just still do the gratitude list. Let's still, you know, go for a walk. And, you know, I'm-, I'm That's I'm, the one that I'm being most impressed with, okay? Right. Because- for me, it's been different because, you know, like I was running, 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 running. Mm. And you're like, you did your back. And then you're like, well, I still want to keep my streak going. I still yeah. want to go ahead. Right. And so then even then you're saying it took me an hour of God knows how long to be able to do that 5Ks. Right. I did my knee. I could have kept walking, but because I couldn't run, I was so annoyed that I stopped. Gotcha. And that's where it's just like you actually that momentum that you've been building you forget that even though it's like I, I was trying to think about it as like for your example, it's like, well, you just keep the you keep the engine going. Yeah. And if you stop it, then it's harder to start the car again when you then kept kept walking. Yeah, there's an element of that for sure. Because cause then because I remember I stopped and then when I started running again, I was like, oh, you could have easily walked this. Or you could you could have walked half run, half walked. Do you know what I mean? Right. At least kept going to get those endorphins for that feeling that you were still feeling good. And that's why I was really impressed because I just I went, oh, my knee's stuffed. Can't run uh, 5Ks under 30 minutes. Well, what's the point? Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was, it was and a shit mindset. 
Yeah, and 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 to and to be fair to you, like that's the same thing I felt in that moment because like my, you know, I was doing a one Saturday the five k was you know twenty four minutes, then the next Saturday a one kilometer was twenty three minutes. You know what I mean? Like it was, it felt like if I was using that as a stat for for success, that means I'm failing. But I was like, no, I'm still showing up. Like I, I can still like it was taking ages to put shoes on, but I'm like, I'll still commit to even that physical activity. So, so it's 78 days now in a row that I haven't missed a, a, a some kind of workout, you know? So, clap it out, baby. Clap, clap it, it out. out. So, um, but I wanted to do something where I'm like, you know, let's not do a bet because I think we're in two different kind of places. There's no way we do can reckon? really. <laughs> 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 but do you want to maybe like, we'll get on the scales and maybe set some targets for ourselves yeah. and then maybe weigh ourselves again in like a month. Because my target was to be back under 100 when I turned 40 and that is not too far away. What's the date of your birthday? The date I turned 40 is on the 28th of July. So I would have to do like a, a dual giant singer and fucking eat chi- chicken Which and sauerkraut. we have talked about is not sustainable and good and healthy. And could force uh, a heart attack. All right. Well, do you want to jump off first? Cause right, I'll jump off first. And we'll oh, see. I'm going so, to have a shoe. So, so I, um, um, yeah, I kind of think like. Um, Can you take a photo this time? I never get it. Um, take make sure you get your butt cracking there. So were you naked when you took that photo? I'm really worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be lucky for you. I usually am naked. Yeah, so you would have been it's very reflective. All right. Have you got it? I have. Of course I have. I told you I just screenshotted it. And uh I um I think you're lucky because you put it as a story. You know what I mean? Oh, there's some other screenshots I can't show you. Hold on. Wow. <laughs> no. Uh yeah, man, that's your ass for sure. Oh, maybe not. We well, covers the cock just in the right place. Can you see the reflection? That's my house. That's your ass. That's my house, people. But what's where? So is that the gooch? That's your, that's your notcha, not your balls, not your butt crack. That's my anus. <laughs> that is actually anus, isn't it? But what's that part then? If that's your, hang on, this is boring for listeners because they have no reference. I, I think you're in boxes. Um, there we go. Right. Okay. Taking everything off. Man, yeah, he's gone down to boxes. This is, this is like the old days. I know. It feels so Look. good. He's got the shirt off. It's all happening now. I, I, well, I can't take the photo because um, because I've got to bend in a weird way. You know, I can't. Okay, wait. Hang on. So right. So just jump on. You jump. Because I've been using the old Fitbit. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So away from the microphones. Right. Okay. Yeah. You go. He's stepping on, and it says low. What does that mean? Battery low? Oh no. Yeah, it means the battery's low. We can't do the weighing. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm naked. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me uh, pass it back here. I'll try and just do that old school trick. Did right, you ever have? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Where you, you remove the battery and then you shake it off. Oh, we need a screwdriver. This is classic. <laughs> classic <laughs> Fitbit. Classic Fitbit. Do you have a screwdriver? No. All right. We don't have scale. We don't have scales. Oh, uh, but... what a fucking anti climax. Yeah. Well, damn it, it says I'm low, so I'm doing really well. <laughs> I'm actually really, it. Really, let me actually step on and see if it says, you know what? This guy's all right. <laughs> I don't know if they say like this, it somehow couldn't take your way. Oh, no! No, it probably is just battery man. Like, it should be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, it's working for me? No way. Yeah, it is working. Okay, come, you I come agree. back up again. <laughs> God, that's so funny if it's like, we no. can't handle this guy. Oh, God, he's stepping on. Okay, there it is. Okay, okay don't break it now. Yep, stay steady. Don't move around. Okay. 112 and 112.3. 112.3. All right, get off. Let me take a photo so we remember it. Um, And there we are, 112.3. Wow. Uh, So that was less than what you wanted, right? Yeah, that is it. Yeah, Yeah, what did you want? 
Uh, I'm on the way back. I'm on the way down again. Well, that's it. It's a good trajectory. And here's, do, do you feel like, given the previous experience, that you now know you can do it? Yeah, look, I know circumstances it's, it's, have changed know, in terms of family and stuff. Circumstances have changed. So therefore, I know what to do. Uh, the problem is, because of my position in my family now, it's just like it, mm. I have to, I know all the things to do. It's yeah. just the approach is so much. I'm going to have to be more diligent. I'm going to have to wake up early hours in the morning. Like, And that's what I've started to do this week. It's just what I don't have is the luxury of getting into a fixed routine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, is a lot of mums out there are probably yelling, and dads as well. I'm not saying it's just mums that are just yelling, mm. going, "Yeah, fucking welcome to my world." Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and that and that's the thing, and that's the, the 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 tricky thing where I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I thought that was the case, but you know, like you know, to think I was at 105 at the start. Uh, when everyone saw my anus. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean with, with COVID time? So you can tell you've lost weight. You can tell. Yeah. What was yeah? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm in a weird place where I should be like happier, but because I was on such a good Jesus day, Christ, you're skinny. Wait, don't jinx it. Hang on. So, uh, eighty-nine point eight. Eighty-nine point eight. So, so under... twenty-two kilos difference between us. No. Twenty-three. No. Is oh yeah shit. <laughs> No, no, ah. yes, 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 it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys, I used to be an accountant. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you used to be an accountant. Yeah, but I got... I Mate, that's amazing. Still under 90. Still under 90, which I'm having. So here's what I was... Uh, I would love to set some sort of challenge, goal for myself and use the, you know, the podcast as kind of like some kind of accountability thing and maybe yeah. set up... That's why I'm posting ago. every... on my sto- I was going to post on the stories. I thought it was boring to post it straight onto... The feed? The feed. F- the feed. But I was like, every Friday, I'm just going to post my weight at that time. Uh-huh. So I'm just accountable for right, it. Right, right, right. So that way, yeah, exactly. And it's almost like, yeah, I suppose for me, maybe I'll say Because you're so 85. close to get your goal. Yeah, that's your goal so weight. I say 85, uh, what what day are we recording right now? It's Jul- June 17th? June 17th. So, so in two weeks, we'll probably have a one-on-one again. Yeah, so maybe two weeks, the week after that. As in like, so that not the next one-on-one. Let's do the... One on one after, yeah, and see where we're at then. Yeah, I'd love to. I, fuck, I better be under one hundred and ten. <laughs> like, right. I'd love to ultimately like, like, because that's the thing. Like, it's also like thinking back to where I was, and I know mm. what to get to, but also what the milestones were. So, if people can remember for listeners out here, big milestone for me was one hundred and seven because I had right. all those clothes. Right. Yeah. 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 And the feeling thing is, even at one hundred and twelve, I don't. F- I'm trying to think that when our last time was at one hundred and twelve. I felt a lot. I felt heavier at 112 last time, but I guess this time I run. This time I do more exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, your legs must be strong as fuck. Yeah. So it's that same thing. I was like, even though I'm 112, I was like, but then I can I know what it feels like to be at 103. The, yeah. the, the difference of nine kilos is huge. Yeah, gotcha. Even though percentage wise to other people of nine kilos would be even more or even less. So yeah, I do know. I do know what I want to do. I mean, I, look, the dream was always to be. Because even then, like the plan was when I was going to do comedy festival. I was so close. So I was like 103, and then when love comedy handles, festival yeah. love handles was going to be 99. Right, right, gotcha. And then COVID hit, and I was like, I hate life. <laughs> <laughs> and then and off I went. Like, yeah. It's, so it's amazing how even then from 105 to go to 114, which is 114. So this is what I was hoping to uh, then with with what I was trying to do is like maybe we sort of now both set ourselves some goals, and that way it feels a bit like our old school. Yeah. 
thing. Sorry, I'm a bit away from the mic because I'm trying to tie my shoelaces without breaking my back again. Um, that we sort of now both are back on some level of, even though we're, you know, in, I think I wore your shoes. Oh, no. <laughs> I suddenly thought well, I'm so absent-minded that we swapped Is shoes. Is that numb below the waist? He doesn't know what shoes is No, that you, um, like now knowing that I'm going to be, you know, aiming for something as well, does that motivate you? It does motivate me. But, God, I just, it motivate, It inspires me. I'll give you right, that. Right, right, right. Um, but I just want to be back under 100 again. Because yeah. if I'm back under 100, is that's back under 100 is your 89. Because yeah. your goal weight's 85, mine's 95. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see so what that's you're saying. What, that, the place you're at is the place I want to be at. I right. Know that makes, of course, that makes yeah, you know, like makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, But it's just yeah. like I know that. The equivalent feeling. of. Yeah. The equivalent of where I'm at is where you want to be at. I understand. Because I think the, the lowest I got was to 98. Yeah, on the that big way day. The yeah, one, on yeah. the big way day. And I think I got back there once or twice. Yeah, right, right, right. But again, like I said, you know, you 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 uh, you know what worked for you last time. You know the challenges of doing replicating that right now. Yeah. So it's about you know realizing there are some things that you have more in your arsenal now, which is a actual moment like knowledge that it you know that it works. Totally. You know, we're not just shooting in the blind, going you're never going to get under hundred ever again. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you know it's possible. So that has already been broken. That myth that you yeah. can't get under hundred. It is possible. It, yeah, totally. And and also to yeah, it's but it's it's so funny. It's like there's two parts of me. This part is like I know what to do, but then the other part's like you fucking idiot. I know. That's true. I you know exactly what you mean. I know exactly. You knew yeah. you didn't do that. Oh, poor thing. You had to look after your kids full time. Hmm. Or your partner worked. Like, there's so many people that have the same problem. You fucking idiot. You knew that. Yeah, that's a dangerous voice. I know. I mean, I'm not trying to, like. like so there's, like, it's it's knowing that I can get there at the same time. It's like, fuck, it is so hard to shave uh-huh. off seven kilos. Uh-huh. But fuck, it's easy to put it on. It's so easy to put it on, isn't it? So why is, easy. Why is it so much easier? It's so easy. There's got to. It's and, and, and that's the thing. Like I wasn't binging the way I used to. Yeah. Like yes, I was eating too much. Yes, but I was conscious of what I when I was doing it. And it's just that thing where I wasn't like like that's the thing. Like that's even then I was like I, I would I would say that there is I don't know the exact amount, but there's got to be a fair amount of weight gain that you had off the back of quitting cigarettes. Yeah, there's, Do you know what I mean? There's got to be that to an ex, like a yeah. decent extent that you should give yourself some credit for. You know and as someone explained to me as well, it's it's yes, there is, there is definitely that, and I totally agree with that. But it's also like I just I didn't have the reward system in place. Like if I if I had to even turn back to if I went back to booze rather than food, uh-huh. I probably would have stacked on less. <laughs> Why is that? Because like like because I needed that reward. I needed that fix. So uh-huh. it was that at it was that at night or that at five o'clock before dinner or it was oh, right, that. Right. So the damage to your weight to your you know weights to the scales was more from food than it would have been from booze. Yeah, I, I, oh, right, I, okay. that's what I think. But then your damage to your relationship yeah. <laughs> and being a father. <laughs> yeah, and uh, being hungover and having to deal with children would probably have sent me to the. Chicken shop? <laughs> What's in the chicken shop? Fried chicken. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> right. I thought that's like a euphemism for killing yourself. <laughs> I'm going to go to the chicken shop. That is not feeling good. I'm going to the chicken shop. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I think a fair amount of the smoking, you've got to add maybe yeah. an extra 
percentage. Well, it's definitely one COVID killer. (laughs) (laughs) You can't give any COVID killers. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, I think that's one. You've you've made that big change, so that obviously is going to impact your, I guess. Yeah. uh, Again, someone said that it changes your appetite, maybe? Oh, yeah. uh, Tenfold. So then you combine that with stress eating from the pandemic. Yeah. You know, there was... There's a lot of stuff stuck, stacked against you, put it that way. And, and and also I knew it was also the timing of food. I think that that's the other one. Like I've even just changed the timing of food. Mm. So it's just like, you know, like you're not eating after six, which is what you always did. Mm. And even then like that, just those two weeks, it was like, you know, didn't finish at 6, 6.30 with the kids. That's it. It's just cups of tea before bed. Every other time I'm working. Mm. So right, never, right. I'm never out about eating because I'm either writing from a gig, doing a gig, or yeah, working. Yeah, your mind's distracted because yeah. someone said to me that there is a a, um, a fair amount of uh, decisions about food that our brain makes, like something like 300 times per day or something. Yeah. Say. But a lot of the times, those decisions we don't acknowledge because we're too busy working or whatever. But when you're in a situation like a lockdown, you have nothing else to think about. So you're like, I'm going to snack. I'm going to eat. I'm going to have. I want. To, I want this. Like, uh, so you're almost like your f- that that muscle that stops you from giving into that temptation gets fatigued. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's almost like you know, in everyday life, those 300 decisions, part of it gets cancelled out or you know muffled by the work you're doing, writing to a gig, talking to a mate, whatever. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's legitimately true. When you're hungry and you're, you're busy, you don't think about food sometimes. No. You know what I mean? So the same way, imagine that that's how our brains are working all day normally, but we're working and stuff and we're not thinking about it. And then suddenly there's nothing else to think about other than just going, fuck, I need some snacks. That brain is then having to work overtime to stop you from doing it. Yeah. So if it keeps doing it, eventually it's like, fuck, I can't do any Like bicep curls, you keep doing it, eventually it stops and hurts. Like even yeah. if it's two kilograms, it's hard to keep flexing that. So the same way that muscle in your brain uh, that wants to like resist food gives up yeah. after a certain point. Going, fuck, I'm, I'm too tired of making decisions about this and that. Can I just fucking put this in my face and it's going to give me immediate comfort? A hundred percent. And the flip side to that is what it does the other way. So then, so when you start putting on kilos and then you get to a certain weight, you're like, well, we're in the middle of a pandemic. What difference does it make? Yeah. Yeah. And that, and I, I reckon I was in that mindset. I was like, that's okay. I'll recover it. But it's that same thing. Like the many, it's, it's, it's the old flaws where you go, you know, when you go, oh, this is the time I'm going to lose weight. So you just fucking binge eat until you get to that date and off you go. That I didn't do, but mm. because I knew I was putting away, I was like, ah, well, yeah, I think I've still got control over it, and it just gets away from you uh-huh. so quickly. Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, well, when the kids go back to school or when this comes back. It reminds me of you know the Noxie, Adam Knox episode. Was that classic? Well, you know, we, we went in because he's like, oh, I want to start on this particular date, and that's where I'm going to do it. And, you know, and we were like, no, you, you can't. Like, you know, it may work for some people, but we've done it a thousand times and it doesn't work for us. I knew – I was already thinking of that. I was like, are you doing – what you've told mm. that you shouldn't do because you know it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. But then, and I think that's one of the most frustrating things for blokes like us when we, especially when we were struggling with it, where you know the right decision and yet you take the wrong one. Like yeah. that, uh, that, that is one of the most difficult feelings that I remember dealing with. And I still do to date in terms of my binge eating because there's one thing if I've learned is that I haven't got control of my food. Like I, I, have, I have, you know, put strategies in place to con- curb that lack of control but compared to like my laziness or compared to my sobriety or whatever like i have got those well and truly locked down yeah whereas like because sobriety was one of those things that man like you you know you talk about 
with there's a pandemic, why bother? It's like that's how I was feeling about booze. I'm like, yeah. why bother staying sober? Because it's not like I'm seeing any. Like it's not like you know, there's no reason. It's not like I'd wake up in the morning. I might as well get drunk right now. Yeah, and I wanted to get drunk because I'm missing my family and I'm missing work and I'm missing so many things. I'm just scared. And the booze is right there in my cupboard. And I'm like, just fucking have it. And I'm like, no, nah. the fact that I'm, and because I was able to pass that test, I feel like more confident about the booze than ever before. Yeah. Because I've never wanted it as much as I want right right now. Do you know what I mean? It, like, yeah. and, and then still resisting it then makes me feel really like confident about it. But with food, I don't have that because as soon as shit hits the fan, my go-to is ice cream and fried chicken. Do you know what I mean? And I think, I feel like, I don't know, I I feel like I've had an aha moment, which is with booze, you can quit it. You can quit it forever. With cigarettes, you can can have that moment you go cold turkey. With food, You, you, you can never do that with food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have you, ha- you have to have eat. Some like, food. You have to have food. So therefore, the temptation of the thought of what you ate before mm. is even harder. Yeah. Than ever. I didn't even think about that. You can't quit food. Well, yeah, I I, I say it in that my my stand up um, the the Amazon one, which is like you start off with um, spinach and you think you're doing the right thing, and then the spinach becomes like Caesar salad because you know you're yeah. putting a bit of croutons, and then before you know it, it's a kebab because it's just like a slippery slope. You start off with good intentions, but with booze you can go zero. Nah, I'm done. I'm not even having a sip, and it's out of my life. Yeah. But you can't with food. Like every little bit. Like oh, and let's shout out your listener who said that uh, apparently there's a thing called. Um, 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 like Alcoholics Anonymous, days and Obesity Anonymous, I think. I can imagine. I mean, uh, something like that. You'd like, see them when they're walking. Jeez. <laughs> so weird that you said it like that. But uh, Eaters Anonymous or something like that. But you know, something uh, that has similar principles to yeah. the 12-step program within Alcoholics Anonymous that for, for eaters, or overeaters or something yeah. like that. But I... Um, uh, I... Oh, it's putting in those. The one thing I still haven't done is uh, is is buy um, is buy uh, two for one chocolate bars at a service station. That's the one thing I still haven't done. Do you know what I mean? Like like yeah, that was the right. that was that rule I put in. Now, sure, that's probably because I haven't driven the car in months. Right. <laughs> and if I was faced with that, then yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I think so. Look, we need to start wrapping up oh, yeah, uh, because. Um, we, uh, okay, so in two, two weeks, two. you're going to so be 85. Not, not, no, you're crazy. I said a month. Uh, uh, <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Five days. We'll be right <laughs> Well, you know what? I was like, like, I kind of, there's a weird fucking something wrong with my brain, isn't it? Like, as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, fuck, let's do it. Let's go two weeks, 85. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, idiot, calm down. Do it I, in a month. Like, I want to be under 110 in two weeks. 110 in two weeks, you can. You're at what, 112? 112. So do you want to do a weigh-in in two weeks? Two weeks, I want to be under 110. Okay, so let's do a weigh-in in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, which in is... a month, I want to be back at 107, definitely. I think it's 1st of July is when we next record, so there you go. Okay, let's let's aim for that. 1st of July, we'll see where we're at. Uh, and then this, um, uh, what else do I want to quickly say? Oh, yeah, and I'll try and do 85 in, in, in a month or something like that. Um, have you done a gig yet? No. Are you doing a gig? No. Uh, no. I, I was thinking about booking one in, in like a month or so. Yeah, gotcha. You? Have you been up yet? Not yet, but I am doing one this Friday at Cooper's uh, and it's going to be nice. Tonight. It's going to be tonight. Well, when this podcast comes out, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's going to – I would be lying if I'm not nervous. Oh, um, yeah, I'm not, not – and not even about the virus. Like that, it's its own issue. Like, you know, being exposed and all that, I still have yeah. much a bit of a phobia around that. But um, it's more about just – 
man, like I look at the work, the the hamster wheel that we were on of like going from show to show. Yeah. You finish in Edinburgh, you come back, you think of a new title for next year, start writing that new show, then tour that, and then it's back to Edinburgh. Like it just kept going. And like I'm proud of that effort, but I'm almost like, I can't match that work ethic right now. Like I, I look yeah. at the way I worked from plane to jumping from plane to, you know, to a gig and then going back that night, the same night flying back, like that kind of shit. I'm like, Oh my God, do I have the energy for that? And I'm sure I'll find it again, but I'm just so like, I'm panicked about my own work ethic. <laughs> like, yeah. like I can't match that level of hard work right now yeah. with the way I feel. Like yeah, right now it's an effort for me to, roll out of bed some days <laughs> like it's so like challenging to find motivation for that so it's almost like how do i find I the totally effort to that, like do, you know fly to a gear i don't know man <laughs> but yeah it's no, it's it's, it's, a, it's a weird time so that's why i had to dip my i knew i i'm, I'm someone who loves who eventually thrives in deadlines so ha- having this deadline that a gig's gonna happen all new I don't even know yet. I'm we're, we're two days off with recording, and I don't a don't have any new. I have some stories, but yeah, I know. I'm and the, uh, I don't really have anything. Funny enough, all my new bits about children. Yeah, that's so bizarre. <laughs> Mine's all about being alone and wanking. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, everyone. I hope you liked uh, us being back in the studio together. We certainly have loved it. Yeah. Um, Let us know on the socials. Uh, those of you who haven't subscribed to Patreon yet, here's a great reason to do it. We uh, we have some great bonus little content that we put out. Uh, and you people have been so lovely on the Patreon messages as well. It, it genuinely yeah. means a fuckload to me and Ben. Uh, it took me a while. It took us a while for us to get me access to the Patreon. Yeah. So uh, I, I'll be replying to some messages myself. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, f- please find us on um, patreon.com slash fitbetpod uh, if you want to jump on and um, and uh, keep the lights on and whatnot. And we get a um, couple more on, we'll hit another milestone. So if, you, if you're thinking about it, just get on board. What's the milestone? Oh, we don't, we don't give it away. Don't okay. get to it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Cool. And uh, we, uh, I've got my Amazon special, Bundle of Joy, that's out. And also, uh, a plug, uh, a new TV show, Laugh, Laugh Out Loud, what? Last One Laughing. Last uh, One Laughing. Last One Laughing. I did with a lot of uh, friends of the show, like uh, Nick Cody uh, and um, and Nazim. Yes. Uh, it's very weird. It's super weird. It's definitely not uh, your traditional TV show, but uh, but it is uh, compelling. It's very fun to work with Rebel Wilson, which was pretty exciting that for is me. Very exciting. Uh, uh, so I was quite chuffed about that. So check that out as well if you get it, if you have Amazon uh, Prime. Uh, I've got a lot to plug. Uh, you probably see me walking around Brunswick with children. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, hit the Patreon, hit our socials. Uh, when we post something, we love hearing about your uh, successes. And you know, and for people who are struggling, we like hearing about that as well. Yeah, great. Awesome, uh, everyone. Thank you for your honesty on the love, uh, on the messages as well. We love hearing uh, yeah. how you're tracking. 100%. Uh, all right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.